the world is full of wonders. Magic is hidden in small moments. And monsters could be hiding just out of sight. But if you're looking to find them, adventure is waiting to happen. You never know who you'll meet along the way. We are the Storyteller Squad. Hello, adventurers. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of the Storyteller Squad. This little mini scene is brought to you by one of our patrons, Lady T. They asked us to do a small scene with the characters talking about their favorite drinks and snacks. So we thought it'd be fun to create a small semi-canon scene of our heroes as they leave Autumn Falls and begin their road trip adventure. It's the afternoon of the first day of the road trip as you flee Autumn Falls to protect your families from demons and agency investigations. You've been on the road for a couple hours. Washington's a fairly big state and you decide everyone needs a break. So you pull over to a rest stop near Spokane, Washington, where there is a Starbucks and a McDonald's probably and then like a gas station convenience store section with all sorts of other snacks and things and and an auntie Anne's and an auntie Anne's <laughs> and a Cinnabon and whatever else our heroes would like to have because this is all about that all about their favorite delectable treats and drinks so you guys park the truck and head in who would like to order or talk about their favorite thing first me <laughs> I can't believe Felicity made us drive an extra 20 minutes just because the last rest stop didn't have an Auntie Anne's. <laughs> I, listen, okay, I need my pretzels. I need It does them. smell really good in here. I will give you that. So as soon as they pull up to the rest stop, Felicity is just throwing the car door open and booking it inside to go stand in line at the beautiful... The wonderful, the heavenly Auntie Anne's pretzels. <gasps> and it's always, here's the thing. It's very small on the sign because nobody else in the whole <laughs> world cares this much about Auntie Anne's. No one is, is going here for that specifically. No, People show up not. at the rest stop and they buy pretzels here, but they're not here because they were seeking out a pretzel stand. No, of course not. There's people working the stand and they've got those like coolers of the slushy being turned with like the mm. rotating mixer to keep the liquid all churned and everything. Yeah. And there are rows and rows of pretzels for you to choose from. It is very small on the sign, but Felicity narrows it out like a beacon. She is just like, there is Auntie Anne's. I'm heading inside. I really like the idea that while they were driving on the highway, they passed a rest stop and, and like suddenly Felicity's face appears next to Whitaker's while he's driving. Pull over. Pull over. <laughs> it's here. That is my exact experience of coming home from PAX Unplugged. <laughs> I also, in real life, love Auntie Anne's. <laughs> so what do you order? I order the cinnamon and sugar pretzel bites and I get a 
cup of caramel sauce and a cup of white icing and I alternate dipping between the two of them. Is there a beverage you pair with this? Not from Auntie Anne's. I actually head over to the convenience store area and I look in the cooler for, they're called Mountain Dew Kickstarters. (laughs) And I will be getting a red Fruit Punch Mountain Dew Kickstarter, which I will say is not your typical energy drink. It doesn't have all the bad things from energy drinks in it. All those things that people have said are not good for you. It's just a lot of caffeine to kind of hype you up. I can think of nothing worse than a hyped up sugar addled Felicity in the back of a car for a long road trip. (laughs) But this is so true to her character. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I will be getting specifically Fruit Punch Mountain Dew Kickstarter. Okay, yeah, they have it. Uh, Amazing. easy, Easy enough to procure. You have your God, ungodly sweet refreshments gathered. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I get. I will say for everyone else, because I think Felicity ran in ahead of everyone, got their order and like sat down to begin devouring it. Everyone else, as you walk in, you're a little less certain of what you're going to get or like certain you really want to eat anything right now. And when you get in, there's this sort of music playing And for some reason, you really notice it as you walk into this rest stop. And it's almost like while it's just Muzak, M-U-Z-A-K, there's like a vocal in there somewhere that you can't quite place. And when you walk in, you already start to feel refreshed. There's just something nice about the atmosphere here. It's magic. (laughs) (laughs) What's everyone else doing? Damien has made it over to the convenience mart part of the rest stop because doesn't particularly need food, but he is looking at the little hanging tree car fresheners. <laughs> this is perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he smells like wood smoke, so he's... And salty brine. Yeah, and salty (laughs) brine, yes. So he's picking up some vanilla, some pine tree, some Hawaiian breeze. Some new car smell. Black ice. I like to think he's got one of each and has them all open. (laughs) I was going to say, pine tree and vanilla is a wild flavor combination. Not Not even flavor, there's scents, but... Pine and vanilla could be good, but mix that with black ice and new car smell and like Hawaiian breeze. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. How good is the air sealing in the pocket dimension? Should I only get one one type of air freshener or can I stock up for down the road? I don't think it matters because, again, if we're talking about like the air quality in your pocket dimension, you basically have a landfill. So like, nice. (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) Damn. You know, any sandwich you've ever taken a bite of and then stored the rest in your pocket dimension is there. And a sneaker that you took from somebody is there. And a sweatshirt from someone's like gym bag that you took is there. Like, it's just all there. If anything, it makes it better. I don't like that we're exploring this part of the lore. You're going to make us never want to touch anything. Oh, you didn't expect a peek into Damien's pocket landfill? No. (laughs) I do not. Never want to taste. 
I politely request not to have a peek into Damien's pocket landfill, if that's what we're calling it. I'd like to politely request never calling it that. (laughs) You you thought there'd be just lint. Oh no, it's a whole adventure. Oh God. So much more than lint. Mini episode, everyone gets trapped in Damien's pocket dimension. The dust bunnies of Damien's pocket landfill. They're monsters made of lint. And trash. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Um, so yeah, you can buy as many air fresheners as you want. He's just shoving them in his pockets and they're disappearing. Are you wearing the one that you're going to wear as like a necklace? Because <laughs> that's really funny to me. <laughs> it wouldn't work as a necklace because the band is too small. Mm-hmm. But it does work as an earring. <laughs> Even better. And it's black ice. Oh, my God. Do you want to briefly, just out of character, tell us what Anders would get if he was at a convenience store? Depends. Usually when I'm on a long distance trip, I do try to grab one of the little snack foods or little sandwiches or wraps uh, and monster for the energy drink because I infrequently need them. So if it has taurine and ginseng and other cool, unpronounceable things in there, it'll be okay. Yep. And I'll get there safe and ready to go. Cool. But yeah, Damien just sort of stocks up on like the the odd car parts and like, you know, winter gloves and hats and. Just dumps a bunch of stuff on the checkout counter. <laughs> yeah. The person behind behind the counter is this uh, guy with like a baseball cap pulled on tight over his hair, uh, which kind of all jets out from the edge of the cap and like black spiky uh, lengths. He's got some pockmarks to his skin, like old, what look like maybe they used to be acne scars. But he's kind of hunched over in a green t-shirt on like a, a handheld gaming device of some kind. It could even be pretty vintage, right? Like it might be a, a DS, right? the original DS. <laughs> it's a fucking Game Boy SP. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> but he looks up as you place the things down and he says... Oh, hey, yeah, uh, right away, I'll, I'll grab you. Uh, where are you paying cash or card? Oh, no, actually, I just need you to hold on to this for a little bit. I don't have money on me. My sister's coming. It's going to be on her card. She's probably going to get a few more things. So, like, if you started scanning now, I don't know when uh, when she's going to get around to this part of the store. So, Oh, yeah, okay, just uh, leave it there, and I guess when you're ready, come check out. Perfect. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Oh, hold on. Let me grab. And he's going to go grab a red fruit punch Kickstarter and a cozy because, again, not quite sure what the thermal state of the pocket dimension is. (laughs) So he gets like a can cozy of like whatever state we're in because they always are pro whatever state they're in Mm -hmm. to, to help keep it cold. All right. Cool. I, I got a thing. Go for it. But given we haven't left Washington yet, I'm going to have to work through it oddly. Okay. So I'm going to need you to trust me on this one. I trust you implicitly, day. Always. <laughs> okay. So Hugo is going to walk in. He walks in with everyone else. Mm-hmm. He's going to head over to the fridges. He gives it a quick look over. Doesn't quite see what he's looking for. He's going to put his hand against the glass, and I'd like to use magic to do something that is beyond human limitations. Okay. 
summoning Coke Zero. <laughs> not, not quite. So we got an 11. What are you attempting? So while it's not yet in his wheelhouse properly, we see the glass start to fog up. Ah. And then once it fully fogs up, we see him wipe his hand across it to reveal a section. And that entire row is lined with Sobe green tea. Because we know for a fact it is beyond human limitation to find that stuff nowadays. <laughs> Ooh. I love it. So good. Ooh. Oh, I love this little this little moment of Hugo using magic just to do something nice for himself. <laughs> That's so sweet. Every now and then you must treat yourself. Yep. Hugo says self-care. Okay, yeah. Is that all he's getting? Is this impossible green tea? Pretty much. He might peruse, look at the danishes and like chocolates and random gummy worms and stuff, but it's all he really needs. Gotcha. Okay. That tracks in my mind. <laughs> I like the idea of someone else after Hugo walks away, someone walks up to that same door and is like, oh, sweet, I can never <laughs> find these anywhere. And like buys three of them. Yeah. Well, actually, Hugo, you're going to check out with just the tea? Yeah, just the tea. Maybe a couple snacks, whatever. Yeah, you also come up to the cash register. Uh, that same guy is like hunched over his, his game. You see he's kind of like sweating. Like he's like damp from like playing the game. Like he's just like a little bit moist. <laughs> and he's like, one second, one second. Uh, oh, dang it. Puts the thing down. Sorry about that. What were we? Whoa. Whoa, where did you find this? We haven't had this in ages. He like picks up one of the teas, looking it over. Yeah, you, you had a stock of it in the back. Like the far corner. Um, The fridge you have like on the left side. Huh. I'm going to have to talk to Jeremy. Hugo, why don't you... If you say roll to manipulate, I'm going to be sad. No, it's not read a bad situation, but roll with that stat. Oh, oh, oh um, hold on. That's a six. Okay, then you don't notice anything. Nope. You successfully pass off your summoned tea, pay for it, and you are all set. No thoughts, only tea. <laughs> Alrighty. Who's going next? I can go next. Okay. Where you headed, Raven? Raven will peruse around and see what's available at the rest stop. Um, and then she will eventually end up at Starbucks. And she will stare up at their menu for a while and look at all the specials and the whatever's the cool new drink that's out right now. There's actually something a little more distracting at the Starbucks, uh, Raven. As you get closer to it, that music in the air gets a little more present. And you're kind of following it more with your ears as you like wander around. You're thinking like, oh, maybe I'll go here. Maybe I'll go there. But you can feel yourself being drawn back to the Starbucks. You're like, oh, yeah. OK, yeah, I, I do want that. And you walk over there and you see that one of the speakers of this rest stop is kind of above where the Starbucks sign and little barista area is. And there is a uh, young lady, looks about to be Raven's age, a little older, younger, who's just sort of humming along to the music as they like clean one of the smoothie pitchers. And they have dark hair, except for sections of it, which have been dyed rainbow colors. They've also got sort of a shimmery blue and green eyeshadow on that sort of sweeps up their face and this like turquoise lipstick. And they're just like, Humming as they clean. Um, Raven will peruse the menu just probably longer than necessary. She kind of knows what she wants, but every time she goes to Starbucks, she's a little overwhelmed by all the choices. Yeah. 
and never knows what the sizes are. But yeah, she'll go up and I don't know what season we're in, but she's going to order whatever the seasonal drink is. Whatever dumb, fancy. (laughs) It's technically summer, so it's... Okay. Whatever the silly, fruity refresher things are, she'll get one of those. Okay. And a slice of lemon loaf, because Raven and I, the player, it's our favorite snack. (laughs) I don't get Starbucks often, but when I do, I have to get a slice of lemon loaf because it's so good. So she's very excited. Yeah. Uh, You can see Barista, like, she comes over to you. She's in a wheelchair. And there's like enough space in this one particular Starbucks that she can work there. So she wheels over. Hi. Oh, uh, lemon loaf and the refresher. Uh, yes. And you hadn't said anything, but she just smiles. You see her name tag says Serena on it. Anything else? Uh, no, that's, that's it. Thank, thank you. No problem. Uh, see, she sets about trying to make your drink. Do you want to read a bad situation? Oh, I do. I do. Let's see. That's an 11. An 11. She She's not super watching you the way you're maybe like... Raven's watching very closely. Yeah, intently <laughs> watching her since she like knew your order before you even made the order. But you watch as she's like filling some of the things. She goes to fill your cup with some of the juice from one of those like... I don't know what they're called. I really should since I've referenced them twice now. But like, you know, the things that keep juice in at restaurants that have like the churning so that it stays nice and aerated or whatever. Anyway, she goes to, you know, do that, but uh, her hand slips and the cup tips and starts to fall. And you see she just like whistles and the liquid in the cup as it starts to pour out back into the cup and it writes itself. Oh, fuck yeah. And she just presses the button uh, and it continues to pour in. You see she like brushes like some of this rainbow hair back behind an ear and you catch just like along the back of her neck are these gill-like strata that are poking out a little bit. Raven is going to very subtly try to put Wendy on the counter. Not near the food, but like just kind of in front of her. So that way when she comes back to like pay, she'll see she'll see Wendy in front of her just on the counter, just sitting there. Yeah, sure. She finishes your drink, goes into the case uh, where they keep all the baked goods. Pulls the piece of lemon loaf out, sticks in the little paper wrapper, uh, and packs it up. Order for Raven. Oh, hey, little friend. And she doesn't even, like, look at you. She's looking directly at Wendy, who kind of, like, pads over to her and just, like, looks at her inquisitively. Yeah, Raven was going to introduce them, but, like, if she's just speaking to Wendy, she's going to let her speak to Wendy. She is looking at Wendy, sees you standing there, and kind of, like, pushes you. She's like, here's your order. Oh, thank you. And she'll like pay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she'll uh, she'll call Wendy back and like reach out her arm for Wendy to like run up her arm and go back into her hood. Mm-hmm. She's trying to show off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wendy cocks her head at this person and then climbs back into your, you know, onto your shoulder. And her eyes go a little bit wide and she goes, oh, I see. So that's why. Nice to meet you, Raven. Nice to meet you, too. And she will uh, not know what else to say, and she's going to try and find everyone else. (laughs) Okay. Just panic. Yep. When she makes it back to everyone else, she is visibly flustered. (laughs) Whitaker, do we get a a scene with you? Large black coffee, $10 tip. (laughs) 
from the Starbucks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of like the scene kind of making sense, Aiden is also going to Starbucks. So you and Aiden are in line as Raven is having this like moment with this barista. <laughs> and uh, as like Raven moves off to wait for their order, Serena comes back over. Hi, what can I get you? Large black coffee, please. Sure, sure. Nothing else? Uh, no, that's, um, that's all. Aiden speaks up. I can cover it, Whitaker, if you wanna. It's, it's Starbucks. I'm not, I can't eat anything from here. <laughs> Serena says, we have a, like a, like an omelet wrap. That's mostly protein. Um, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Throw that on. So she sits about making that for you, but Aiden's like kind of standing behind you waiting to make her order. And she's like, we're about to go through some tough stuff, Whitaker. Are you sure you don't want to treat yourself? Uh, no, I treat myself after the tough stuff. The treat yourself is for when you make it out alive. Hmm. I did just come back from the place apart. So treat yourself. Okay. When we figure out everything that's going on, what should I order for you? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I don't really eat a lot at convenience stores and stuff. What's good? Doesn't have to be from here. We can treat you to some... Some dinner somewhere? I would love to go for just a nice sit-down dinner sometime. Order just a big American steak or something like that. And one of these days I'm going to get myself a cake and not have to run it off in the morning. Yeah, that makes sense. But for now, black coffee, egg white, omelette. I guess on this road trip I'll keep my eyes peeled for an American cow. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden, have you ever seen the the cows in Scotland? Not for a while. One of these days, we're going to go back to Scotland on our terms, and I'm going to show you some of the prettiest cows you've ever seen. I am not joking here. This is not a joke. The cows in Scotland are the most adorable things you'll ever see. And that makes them more delicious? No, we're not eating them. Oh, okay. I'm a little confused, Whitaker, but... You brought up cows, and I don't know. I just remembered remembered looking at cows in Scotland. Okay. Steak dinner. Cake. Good to know. As the egg white omelet is being toasted and whatever press they use, Serena comes back over. She starts and is like, what can I... <gasps> and sees Aiden. Uh... What are you... Am I in trouble? What is... What Aiden throws her hand. She's like, no, it's, it's okay. Uh, chai tea latte? And I will get a chocolate chip cookie. One of the bigger ones. Serena's just like, yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Okay. Aiden will like fish around in her wallet and pulls the thing out. You guys do gift cards? A friend of mine gave this to me and she will swipe it. And with a card from Bethany, she pays for Whitaker and her order. And yeah, you all get your food and sit down to have a snack together. Raven's going to lean into... Aiden and Whitaker and be like, so you guys noticed about the Starbucks girl, right? Like, I'm not the only one, right? What? She, she like... She's gay? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the rainbow hair. I mean, you could probably, assume, like, if you wanted, you could probably go get a number. I'm sure she... Oh my God. I think Raven just like buries her face in her hands for a moment processing that. <laughs> So, sorry, I was that not what you were 
I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Raven's gonna sip her drink and stare into the middle distance for a moment. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It, attempting to fill the silence, Aiden is just like, uh, yeah, I, I picked up on something. I mean, she seemed to recognize what I was. Yeah, she, um... I'll, I mean, I'll fill in Whitaker when he gets back, but she she knew my order by looking at me, which, whatever, okay. And then she, like, almost spilled it for a sec, but then, like, whistled, and the liquid went back into the cup. And then she was, like, adjusting her hair, and she had, like, gills on the back of her. I think she's a mermaid. I think the Starbucks girl is a mermaid. Also, she could see Wendy. I did put Wendy on the counter as, like, a test, and she was thought they were great. It was very cute but like definitely not not human also have you guys noticed the music in here i did notice that part yeah i like can't stop noticing it and i didn't Mm -hmm. know if it was just me it's like coming from the starbucks yeah if you glance over she is back to wiping down the counter and just humming along and now you can definitely having spoken to her you hear that it's her voice coming through behind the music in that subtle subtle way but in a way that you just can't stop coming back to and focusing on when you guys walked in here, did you want Starbucks or did you decide to get Starbucks after you got here? <laughs> Aiden is like sipping her tea and then suddenly like, uh, I didn't plan on getting this actually. No. Because like I walked in here knowing because I love this stuff for like road trips. It's like a special treat. So like I knew before, but I thought it was kind of weird that you guys came over. It felt like I had to go get it. Even though I knew that like I wanted it, I still I couldn't not. And I think it's her. It's called a caffeine addiction. <laughs> so when I come back from the bathroom. Yeah. Raven's going to fill him in and just mm-hmm. say all of that again very quickly. Oh. It's not, I okay, I probably do have a caffeine addiction. It's not that bad. But you don't drink Starbucks. I, it's true. I don't usually like coffee unless I've made it myself. And you notice the music? Do you notice anything familiar about the music now that you've spoken to the Starbucks girl? Who I definitely, you said I read her name on the name tag and I keep forgetting it because I am dumb. Her name is Serena. Serena. Uh, that's singing all right. It's her. And the music's coming from the star. I, there's something, something real magic-y going on with this rest stop. Whitaker looks suspiciously at the coffee. <laughs> Well, yeah, guys, obviously she's a siren. Do you think she's the only one? Do you think it's just the Starbucks? That feels thematically appropriate. We all know that only sirens work at Starbucks. Raven's going to look around the little food court area suspiciously and try to see if there's anything else. Did you guys not know this? My favorite thing about this is that I am canonically deciding right now uh-huh. that Felicity knows that sirens work at Starbucks. That mermaids work at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, you guys, you didn't know that before? I just never considered it. I thought the fae worked at Starbucks. Mermaids are a type of fae, Whitaker. They're just, they're aquatic folk. Ah. There's a reason why I don't go to Starbucks. Why do you think I didn't go to Starbucks? I went to Auntie Anne's. That's because you have a sugar addiction. That's where the real magic happens. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's fair. <laughs> when you think about it, though, the only person I've ever known who worked at a Starbucks was one of the most normal humans I've ever met. I'm not saying that every person who works at a Starbucks is a mermaid. I'm just saying all mermaids work at Starbucks. I know a unicorn that worked there for a little while. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Oh, wow. How is this just coming up now? I don't know. We don't go to Starbucks that often. <laughs> we should. We still have gift cards from Bethany. We should go to Starbucks more often. Shit, huh? we have gift cards from Bethany? Yeah, I forgot about it till I saw Aiden use hers. I still have God mine. God damn it. I spent <laughs> actual money at Auntie Anne's when I could have just gotten something from Starbucks. You can have some of my cookie if you want it, Felicity. Suddenly, Starbucks isn't so bad now. You can always get free tap water from Starbucks, and it's very good tap water. It's from, like, their filtered machine that makes the tea. Oh, there you guys are. I just, hey, Aiden, can I borrow your credit card? I've got, like, a lot of stuff at the Mini Mart to pick up. And, you know, stealing's bad. Stealing is bad. Damien, what do you need to buy? I'll pay for whatever. It's fine. She'll pay for whatever! Let's go! No, no, no. Damien... Felicity and Damien begin to make a run for the door. <laughs> we'll just buy all the black ice air fresheners that they have. Oh, quick, get some of this candy, too. I saw Hugo make a look at it. He didn't get anything, but I know he wants it. Oh, my God. He'd be so surprised. She will follow you less enthusiastically and eventually go over with you. So, yeah, she'll pay for the stuff, Damien. That guy with the baseball cap is still there. Excellent. Yep. Uh, she's going to be covering it. And oh, no, 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 no bags are necessary. Uh, my my trench coat has enough pockets. So I'll just take it once you're, you're done scanning. Here is um 23 Mountain Dew Kickstarters, Jeez. please. Thank you. Aiden takes two of those and says, I'll get two. OK. And two of the green tea, the, the Sobies. Sure. And they're going to get cold in my pocket, so we probably should get cozies for him, too. What? What? Damien, why do you... She'll, like, pull you aside. She's like, why are you getting food? It's a long road. It's. I'm not eating it for me. I'm just going and getting what everyone else is getting. I'm a walking cooler. Oh. We're going to have to stop at Starbucks after this. I hope that they kept track of what you guys got. No, we, we don't have to... That's very nice of you, but we don't have to... We don't have to do that. We can just get stuff at the next pit stop. That's assuming everything goes according to plan. Well, fair enough, but listen, I, I'm not going to buy out this entire convenience store. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Well, we should guess, like get an extra one or two of things. All right. If you want to get like a cooler, we can do that, and then we don't need to store food in your dimension. I don't know how Hugo and Whitaker would feel about that anyway. Oh, a cool Aiden, you are so helpful. A cooler is a great idea. I was thinking too small. Here, they got a few right in the back. Let me just grab one. Go ahead and get a bag of ice. I mean, I could probably grab the one that already has all the drinks in it. That'd probably be a lot easier than this little dinky one with the oh wheels. Oh my god, Damien, no. Just, no. Whitaker and I and Hugo could carry it back. No problem. I'm not buying a vending machine, okay? Just get the little red cooler over there. And we'll put these backup drinks that you're getting for people in that. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. And so eventually, Whitaker, you and Raven are sitting at the table and <laughs> Aiden comes back with a cooler, <laughs> like a pack of ice. Huh. Why do we need a cooler? 
What's this for? This is called Getting Us on the Road Again the Quickest. All right. Nice. All right. Does anyone else have anything else they need to get? Any drinks for the road? Uh, I will say that whenever Raven goes to leave, she's just going to make sure to wave goodbye to Serena. Mm-hmm. I will uh, waltz up up to Serena, and I will say, hey, my friend over there, uh, her name is Raven. I don't know if you knew this. You probably did, because you are a mermaid, and you have all-knowing powers. And you work at a Starbucks and ask for everyone's names. <laughs> Let me just say, she thinks that you are so cute. I just wanted to come over here and ask for your number for her. She smiles and like sets down whatever thing she was about to like throw out. She probably had like a bag she was emptying the trash. Sets that down, wheels over, and just folds her hands on the counter and she says, Um, that's very nice of your friend to think that. Uh, and for you to come over to tell me? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm actually not I'm not single. I'm seeing someone. Uh, I have to get back to work. It was nice talking to you. That's fair, but I do have one more question. Whitaker <laughs> has appeared behind Felicity. He's putting his hands on her shoulders and saying, "We're ready to go now. Let's get you on the road." Cool hair. Thanks for the coffee. <laughs> I like to think that Whitaker just saw Felicity like speaking and Felicity in her mind is speaking normally, but to everyone else, she's like jumping up and down and vibrating with excitement and sugar. And she's that's like why rolling a little bit, yep. eyes like super dilated. <laughs> that's why Whitaker came over. Yep. At this point, as you're like walking away, you see um, the guy from the convenience mart come over. He stops at the uh, counter and kind of like leans over a little bit and he goes, my lady, I am uh, taking my break. I will see you later for dinner. And she comes over <laughs> and just like pats him on the head, lifts his head up again because it looked like he was kind of stuck there. And she goes, I'll see you tonight, Kip. And like blows him a little kiss and then goes back to doing whatever she was doing. Wholesome. And yeah, that's that. This is a you know sort of non-canon scene anyway, but Hugo, the check you failed to make was that Kip is a kappa. That tracks. That absolutely tracks. Yeah. The fuck's a kappa? Oh. Oh, they're fun. Look them up. They're weird. They're very weird. I will. Whitaker does get. He 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 glances briefly at like you know the sort of wall of cigarettes you see on the easy convenience stores and looks away, grabs a a box of green tea pocky and walks out of the store. Nice. Love that. Does anyone want to talk a little bit more as we wrap up about their characters, snack choices or what they would get instead? Pretty much Felicity is me in real life. My favorite things on the face of the planet are cinnamon and sugar Auntie Anne's pretzel bites. Yeah, for Aiden... Chai tea, latte, or like any kind of spiced milk tea is just my go-to in general. And the reason I was like, yeah, she'd order chocolate chip cookie is because like it's the most classic dessert. They haven't changed in forever. And so I feel like she's just like, how do you mess it up? 
So that's that's that. I do really like getting sometimes the giant cookies from Panera because oftentimes you get a cookie anywhere else and it's like not quite big enough. But at Panera, they're fucking enormous and you are totally satisfied that you've had enough cookie by the time you're done with it. So you will definitely have enough cookie at Panera. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I already said Raven's Order is mine. I don't usually get refreshers. I usually go for coffee. I definitely do the thing where whatever is the big picture on the menu is probably what I'm going to get. And if not, it's (laughs) caramel macchiato because I know how to order it and I know they're good. But lemon loaf always. Also, I stand by the ice water thing. It's very good water and it's free always. (laughs) (laughs) It's good if you're in an airport and don't want to pay $5 for a bottle of water. That's a good tip. I didn't know that. Durs has a big sweet tooth. Would be <laughs> all over the candy. And I also enjoy refreshers a lot. And I will say Damien's favorite snack at the convenience store would be the people working at the convenience store. <laughs> but, you know, self-control, you know, being oh, on the good geez. guy's side and all that. Yeah, a lot of interesting souls working at convenience stores. <laughs> My go-to favorite drink of all time, which I don't know if you can really order at Starbucks without getting really specific, is a London Fog. You can do that. They have it on their menu. You can do that? That's good. I respect that. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, the coffee place I'm working at, we're doing peppermint mochas right now. And it's so sweet and it's very rich. But it's so <laughs> I love good. the peppermint mochas at Starbucks. It's so good. I used to love the peppermint mocha stuff at Starbucks. It used to be my go-to. And then I recently started doing the chai stuff and I was like, wow, this is so good. Specifically because one time when I was visiting my sister, she made me this like home-brewed crafted chai tea drink. And I was just like, this is incredible. Where can I get this in the world? Uh, and it turns out chai lattes are the closest thing to it. But yeah, so I just like completely made that switch. And the other day I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to try the peppermint mocha. I remember liking that. I probably still do. And I tried it and I was just like, I have completely I have moved on. I'm in a different I'm becoming more basic, it seems. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just it wasn't as good. I didn't think it was, uh, you know, the sweet ice cream flavored treat that I used to enjoy. Now I just want those. Those cinnamony, spicy tea flavors. A day. Yeah, I was going to say, a day. Do you have any addendums to make about Hugo or your preferred snacks and drinks? Well, we all know that Arizona iced tea, in all of its variants, is the best go-to. But when you have the power to get almost anything, of course you're going to go for the childhood classics that you can't seem to find anywhere else in your life. Or hot chocolate, because hot chocolate. In my head, I feel like... Hugo can't find a lot of the things that he would want from like growing up in his family's restaurant. I feel like dried mangoes is like a Hugo snack and it's tough to get good ones of those. I know this because I struggle to find good dried mango. That just seems like a thing he'd be into. Dried mangoes and sweet and salted dried plums. The ones you have to go to the Korean market to get. Right. Yeah. Quality. (laughs) All right, gang. Well, that will do it, I think, for this little not quite compliment corner. It's a Patreon scene. We'll come up with a name for these, I guess, if more people want to do this. It's a slice of life. Ooh, that's very good. That's a fun one. 
Well, thank you, Lady T, for sponsoring the show and giving us a chance to record this little bonus scene. Thank you. Thank you, Lady T. This was a ton of fun. Yeah, I love when we get our characters' moments to just, like, be normal people. (laughs) (laughs) And for me to make stupid urban fantasy jokes about how mermaids work at Starbucks. (laughs) So good! (laughs) Hey, 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 but it's important. You have to remember, that mermaid has been getting closer and closer and closer throughout the years. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I feel like I want this moment um, to get really sentimental about all you guys (laughs) oh i love these little moments where our characters can just be our characters and not in some moment of peril or some moment of you know imminent death like we have been these past couple of episodes um where this is kind of really a callback to our first shopping episode Mm. where we kind of first got to be whoever we wanted before the evil monsters uh, invaded and so thank you Lady T for allowing us to have this moment of being regular people (laughs) one could say that Lady T said the squad can have some relaxing time as a treat as a treat (laughs) (laughs) just a little treat I love it and this was a pretty fantastic treat that I got weirdly emotional about oh the thing I like about these sort of downtime in between episodes is to echo what you're just saying like yes moments for the characters just to be and to rest and to recoup but also I think there is a real sort of poetry in these small moments that is sometimes even more profound than like the big epic battles and clashes with monsters and things. I forget if it was something I read specifically related to them, but like you watch a Studio Ghibli movie and there's so much care given to a scene of a character just making breakfast and it's as beautifully animated as the scenes where they're flying in the sky on a steam-powered airplane or something or, you know, running away from a giant dragon. And I I like that level of sort of celebrating all moments in the story, even the ones that are less grand. It makes them a bit more human. I agree. The word you're looking for is ma. The concept of ma just like paying homage to empty silent scenes that are just as important as Mm. the positive ones. I love that. We'll give you a shawarma episode. We won't just reference (laughs) it. Indeed. Don't worry. I've got all the adventure ready. And so with that, adventurers, we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us.